0: Um, wasn't last Sunday a great Sunday? Those, uh, those who got baptized. And uh, just a great, great family event to be t- together and sharing that. Just wonderful. Just wonderful. Uh, a number of us were at Encounter More, which is a conference led by our dear friends up in the North Coast, Causeway Coast Vineyard, just the last couple of days. Just some incredible things that we encountered. Well, in things, we encounter God, not things. So that was good. We just feel incredibly refreshed and uh, inspired by that and some of the teaching. I'm going to kind of maybe touch on a couple of things ad hoc, if they come to mind as I'm speaking this morning, uh, just to really speak into what I think the Father is at with us as a community. Um, What I want us to do this morning and next week follow on is talk about um, a subject called pioneering. And uh, we're going to begin with um, one or two quotes. And uh, there's the first one. And then we have another one. And then we have another one. And uh, all of these great pioneers, from uh, Captain Kirk to Buzz Lightyear and to you're probably thinking, who's that other fellow there? I had to stick a mountain one in, of George Mallory, who sadly lost his life attempting to pioneer the largest mountain in the world once upon a time. Pioneering is about going where people have not gone before. It's about breaking new ground, it's about taking risks, it's about exploration, it's about adventure, it's about stepping into the unknown. And for many of us as Christians, that's often what the the partnership and the journey looks like. It's like, I don't know what's in front of me, but I'm choosing to step one foot in front of the other. Many of you will know that I love to adventure. I I love the outdoors, and I often probably bore many of you to tears, and I'm sorry about that. But I just love, and very often on my own, although sometimes I like a bit of company as well, but I love going and finding new places. And um, just journeying in that way is something, that sense of adventure that brings me uh, life and nourishment to my soul. And I really want to pick up from that from a spiritual standpoint this morning and begin by asking the question, why is it that in the heart of man we like to pioneer? Why is it? And I think that the answer lies very clearly is because the Father put it in us. He put it in us to to venture to have an adventure and very sadly what happens especially as we get older I'm just talking to the slightly younger ones as we get older and we get more serious and we get a mortgage and we have children we begin to do the opposite of pioneer and venturing and we do the opposite which is we settle down And we nest and we settle for the good life. And what we really want to do this week and next week is really speak into the pioneering nature of the Father. And what he's saying to us personally, but also what he's saying and doing in our community corporately as a church. Ah, Flip, I forgot to do that. Would you mind, Nathan, just nipping into the foyer, grab one of the stands, one of the stands that says, Extending God's Kingdom. Well, that would be tremendous. I knew I should have done this. I did read my notes this morning. I thought, ah, I must do that. But I didn't do that. Let's see if he's going to come and let's kind of think of something. No, we haven't. Oh, that's not really going to do the trick. I meant a pull-up stand. Yeah, I don't think someone's going to see a postcard. <laughs> Is the, the image there? The image will do, and maybe we'll get a pull-up stand as well. We've got two or three of these kicking around. But this is, uh, you may have seen this uh, on our stands. This really is the vision. <laughs> Here we go. You can, you can turn around and look. There it is. We have these things made. And it simply says, extending God's kingdom together everywhere in every way. And this is the vision of Vineyard Churches UK and Ireland. I love being part of the Vineyard Church. I just absolutely love it. Seriously, being with 900 people together over the weekend from not just there, but Vineyard Churches and other churches connected with the family network of Vineyard. It's just such an exciting hub of seeing what the Lord is doing. The Vineyard, we we kind of describe ourselves as a movement rather than a denomination. If I'm really honest, it's a little bit. I'm going to use the word arrogant, but I don't mean arrogant. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit like we are describing who we are, meaning we are not settling to be this structural kind of thing that just becomes part and parcel of life, but we are a movement. and We are people on a move, on a journey, always seeking to uh, extend God's kingdom together, everywhere, and in every way. Paul, the Apostle. Besides Jesus, Paul uh, himself was probably the best pioneer of all. And uh, obviously, uh, seeing what he did, just a little bit of background, Paul was formerly known as Saul of Tarsus, um, dramatically called to be an Apostle dramatically literally called to uh, be sent to be a sent one to be a pioneer amongst the Gentiles which means those not of his own kin, those who are not Jewish and he sent and he was sent and over his lifetime pioneered and planted many many churches. Uh, he was the forerunner in many many ways for 10 years before writing the church the letter to the church in Rome um, in around 4757 AD. He would have traveled through the territories bordering the Aegean Sea, evangelizing churches planted in Galatia, Macedonia, uh, another place I can't pronounce, and Asia. Paul's task was really to preach the good news, the gospel of Jesus, to those who did not yet know him, know Jesus. His ambition, his lifelong ambition, was to travel to Spain, which was miles and miles away, and in so doing, stop in the city of Rome, the central place of the Roman Empire. It was his lifelong ambition. He had previously been on three missionary journeys, planting churches, preaching the gospel, and we pick up the story in his letter to the uh, to the romans when romans 15 17 to 20 therefore i glory in christ jesus in my service to god i will not venture to speak of anything except what christ has accomplished through me in leading the gentiles to obey god for what i have said and done by the power of signs and wonders through the power of the spirit of god so from jerusalem All the way around to a lyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. It's this last sentence which is perhaps the most pertinent and important. It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Paul writing to the church in Rome gives glory to God. For all that God has done through him, Paul the Apostle. His goal was to proclaim Christ, to proclaim the gospel, the good news of Jesus. That was his task. That was his mission. That's what he set his life upon doing. What God had done was through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hit pause slightly. Over the last few days, we again were reminded what sets us apart as the vineyard church that we are a people of his presence what we've encountered through worship this morning was his presence it's the presence of the holy spirit it's the presence in our lives that change our lives it's meeting and encountering the living god through the person of the holy spirit that changes us and it's in the power of the holy spirit that he sends us he not only calls us but he sends us And it's in his name, but through the power of the Holy Spirit that others get to encounter the living God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, which is marked with signs and wonders. Signs and wonders. Doing the Jesus stuff. May we always remind ourselves we are called to do the Jesus stuff. To lay hands on the sick. And to pray to give sight to those who cannot see, to feed the hungry, to give dignity to the poor and to the outcast in the power of the Holy Spirit, marked with the miraculous signs and wonders. Paul details where he's been from Jerusalem to Illyricum. He's traveled hundreds of miles over three previous trips. His ambition was to go to Spain via Rome But Paul did not want to build upon other people's work. He was a pioneer. And he was being sent by the Father to a people to proclaim the gospel and to go boldly. See, I am doing a new thing. God is always doing a new thing, folks. He's always pioneering. He's always up to something. He's always doing something. See, I'm doing a new thing thing do you not perceive it do you not sense it do you not see what God is up to right now the wild west pioneers uh, some of us might know this I don't have a great history and all this sort of stuff but I've seen far and away with um, Tom Cruise and the Cole Kidman and that's enough to know that once upon a time some people got on some ships and went across to this other place and they got there and had a bit of a rough time and then they galloped on a horse and they stuck their flag in the ground that's all I can remember from the film. I know it's, that's the simple, but in the wild west, there were the pioneers who went and found this land and they would have explored every valley and mountainside and every river. And they would have gone and found and they would have pioneered and pioneered. Pioneers are explorers. They are seeking to go where no one else had gone, but settlers are different. They seek safety. They avoid risking life and limb and preferring the shelter and security of the settlement to the adventurous danger of the uncharted territories. And so in the Wild West, the pioneers would have gone before, mapped out the ground, seen where the good land was, and then behind them came the settlers with the horse-drawn vehicles, with the wagons in behind, and they would have come to the nice places, and they would have pitched a tent, and they would have made some settlements. And before we knew it, we had a settlement where it was safe, where it was less dangerous where others had gone before them question do you think the church of jesus should be filled of pioneers or filled with settlers it's a question i think it's both too but i also think we're all called to pioneer and the danger is this, the danger of the church of Jesus is if all we do is settle, we limit what God's mandate is for us and we become inward looking and everything that we do exists for us on the inside and not for those who don't yet know Jesus The New Testament church that we read about and who we are seeking to be is an outwardly focused church. This is lovely. I love Sunday mornings. I love Monday nights with Life Group. I'm looking at some of the faces that come and join us. I love those times. We get together. We encounter the presence of Jesus. We say, come on, guys. I know life's difficult so thank you so much for sharing that. Let's pray for you. I'm going to be praying for you this week because we do this together. But that we're sent out again, that we're sent to pioneer, to take what um, was it? Michael Curry, the dude who spoke at the the royal wedding, the wedding. He spoke, didn't he, about the redemptive love of Jesus that transforms lives and transforms communities. I mean, his sermon has been talked about in so many ways. There's a a hunger. There's a desire amongst our people that don't yet know Jesus, that want to hear this message, the redemptive love of Jesus. It's the message. It's part of the gospel. It is the good news that we are entrusted with and called to, to go and to pioneer. Pioneering is in the Irish DNA. Yes? Ever since Paddy came from Britain, I'd like to say England, but I think it was more Britain at that time. I'd like to say we gave you something good. (laughs) Ever since he landed, this is a fertile ground. This nation, Ireland, Northern Ireland, is a fertile nation was incredibly receptive to the gospel of Jesus. Whole nation transformed. Whole nation coming to know God. And from this great nation, many have gone on ships all over the world taking the gospel of Jesus, pioneering, being a sent one. It is part and parcel of the DNA and the history of this great nature goodness you can't go anywhere in the world without finding an Irish bar it's there in every city in every town it's the Irish bar it's there why because someone was sent there someone has gone out from here um Last week or the week before we were at a meeting, a gathered meeting uh, ran by the Evangelical Alliance of which this church is a member of, and uh, we we listened to this incredibly intellectual man called Mark Sayers, uh, who leads a fantastic uh, church community in Australia and uh, he just described his experience of was it last Sunday being in Lisbon or the Sunday before being in Lisbon and uh, He described this to us, and it really, really hit me. And I hope I do this justice with you. His experience is it Brisbane? He's from. Okay, somewhere in Australia, and, okay, doesn't matter. Wherever he's from, on a Sunday, bars, restaurants, cafes, shops, everywhere. That's 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 the God of the Age and mixed or or frequented by people of incredible diversity, saying in the city where he ministers, a really high percentage, 60-something percent of people in that city are single people. And he began to describe and unpack why that was. He described being in Lisbon just two Sundays ago at this time, walking around, it being quiet, encountering people On the streets going to church and he was absolutely bowled over and he reflected this to us this nation is still an incredibly churched nation with many people still attending churches believers of Jesus followers of Jesus disciples of Jesus apostles of Jesus and if I'm honest, I've lived here 17 years. If I'm honest, coming here, coming to this church culture, I had just assumed and thought it would probably go the way of England in terms of church attendance, in terms of the church attendance which has decimated and declined within England through secularism. And I have just noticed that in the time I've been here, that doesn't seem to be the way of it, which is wonderful. It's absolutely incredible. I uh, dropped out one of our kids off to the rugby club a few weeks ago, straight after church on the Sunday. And uh, those of you who know Carrick went down North Road, turned right and along. And I've passed the Elim, the Baptist, and Woodlands. And I'm thrilled to say all their car parks rammed with cars. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure if I'd done the tour and I'd driven around other churches, I would have seen the same. It is wonderful. It is incredible that that is still part and parcel of it. And what I'm saying is this. It doesn't have to be what we think the inevitable, that church will just continue to decline God's, wouldn't it be amazing if God's heart and God's mandate upon the church here in this great nation would be the church that would evangelize and would pioneer and would continue to be sent out all over Europe, all across the world with the good news of Jesus. Another reflection that I've had. And that's simply this. With all the numbers of people that are attending church in our town and probably in towns and villages and cities across certainly Northern Ireland, you would think that they are the most light filled, transformed communities around. But as you smile at me, you know that that is not true. And again, this is my opinion as to why that is not true and that is because I think the church has settled and we have kept things safe we come together we lift the drawbridge we stay cozy escaping the big bad world when God is inviting us to lower the drawbridge to run out together 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 to a broken, hurting world, to engage with those who don't yet know Jesus, with the love of Jesus, with the redemptive love of Jesus. He's calling us to pioneer. Do you wanna add to that? Was that okay? It wasn't really as eloquent as the guys that have spoken about it, but I hope you've got the, 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 the picture. It doesn't have to be. We're going down the tubes. In terms of church and attendance and those who know Jesus. What we're saying is this. What he's entrusted to us. That we should go and give it away. Jesus certainly said that to us. Jesus certainly entrusted that to his disciples who are later known as apostles. In each of the four gospels it is recorded the following things. The context in which they were written was different. But none the same. The message is still the same. In Matthew's gospel, Jesus says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. In Mark, Jesus' portrayal is this, Go into the world and proclaim the good news. In Luke Acts, Jesus says that the disciples shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. And they shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Carrickfergus, in Judea, in County Antrim, in Samaria, Northern Ireland, Ireland, and to the ends of the earth. In John, Jesus says, as the Father sent me, so I send you. It's what we're called to be. It's called to take ground, to risk, to have an adventure, to pioneer, to go where others have not yet gone before. I realize as I'm kind of sharing these things, for some of us we're thinking, oh my goodness, that's not for me, that's for someone like you, you like the outdoors and all the rest of the way you go, son, and we'll make the tea and coffee when you come back this is not just for the Christopher Columbuses or the Captain Cooks or the Edmund Hillary's this is for all of us and it can look really small one of the things I really felt like God was speaking to us over the last few days is fathering and mothering God is inviting us to father and mother people it's part and parcel of the What God's entrusted to us as his believers and us as a church. I'm looking around at some of you. I know that some of you have done that to me personally. I know that some of you have done that for other people in our church community. I know that many of you do this outside the four walls. And I just am wondering and pondering and conversations that I'm having with some of you and others That this is part and parcel of what the Father, our Father, is up to in our community. That he's calling us to love and to parent and find ways, creative ways, simple ways, loving ways that we would draw alongside our young people. And not just our young people, but people of all ages. But if I can, just pause with the young people for one moment. Our young people, I know we probably say this about young people of every generation, but it's a brave new world out there. And the, the smartphones that we buy for them and pay their contracts on them are just steering lives in a direction that I just, I just don't know what the consequences are going to look like in years to come. That's just one small thing, but it's big, right? And I don't know, I just look at our kids and I look at some of your kids who come to our church and I'm like, how do we get them to be passionate followers of Jesus? That they would lay down their lives, that they would follow him all the days of their lives, that they would so be captured by his presence and by his love. How do we do that? I don't know about you. I, I just look sometimes and I hear, just, just feel lost. There's this sense of loss of like, I don't know where I, who I am, where I'm going, what I'm doing. I just want to say, come on. Come on. God is on you and there's life in you. And there's this fear of stepping out. There's this fear of stepping and saying, I'm going to reach for something in life. I'm going way off track at the minute and I need to come into land. We're at 11.43. This is upon us, I think, isn't it? I'm looking at your faces and you're nodding and you're doing all the right things. You're doing all the right things that you do when I feel like God's speaking. So church, how do we do this? We don't have the answers. We don't have the answers. But we're, trying to listen to his voice and we're trying to obey his voice and do what we can with what we've got wherever he has us Uh, next week uh, we're going to share some really exciting news with you and uh, that's a trailer for the film that's coming out next (laughs) week I'm wetting your appetite I'd really really love it that you are here next week to hear And uh, I think you're going to like that. We've landed. We've been circling for some time, haven't we? (laughs) Folks, let's stand, can we? I feel like God's speaking to a number of you uh, personally, giving you vision, giving you revelation. And I know that we've said in the past, and he who gets the vision gets the job, right? And that's probably scared many of you off saying anything to us (laughs) because you know what we're going to say. But I'd like to say this, that regardless of that, please come and talk to us. And if, if it's God, then we'll figure it out together, okay? So let's pray. God, we are your people, and we say... Thank you that you love each one of us, that you are our Father. And I pray for each one of us that we'd experience your love for us. The Father's heart, the Father's love. For some of you, uh, you're right there. For others, you're on that journey of just experiencing the love of the Father. That it comes not into your, just into your head, but your heart and your experience embrace. That's the journey for you right now. And for others, God's just really speaking to you about being the arms of the fathers and the mothers. And the father is looking to fathers and mothers in our church community that we would extend those arms and reach out. And God, we we just want to be people of your presence but we want to be people of obedience, that we would obey your voice, whatever you invite us to, whatever you ask of us. And so God, help us to know what to do with that. Right now, and as I've been speaking, God's just been prompting you with something, and it might be the first time that God's just dropped it into your head. But I think probably for others, he's just reminded you of something that he's spoken to you about before. And like me, you've bottled it. You've done nothing with it. But this morning, he's raised it again. And you know, you can run away from that. You can. But I just want to encourage you to give you courage and boldness to, to do something about that and to put one step in front of the other. We say yes, Lord, to all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen.